0: Hey gang, welcome back. We are now going to move into the next part of this series, Stonewall and the Fourth Reich. Enjoy. Also, we mentioned earlier that uh, there is the flag backdrop that we're using for the video portion of the show. Part of what we're doing, we are taking... The American flag back. I'm just sick of all these far-right assholes who think that by being disruptive, by going through target stores and tearing up you know, pride displays, by thinking Donald Trump was a good candidate, still. You know, I get the appeal back in 2016. I get that.
1: There was frustration with government, there still is. But you have Google. You have all
0: sorts of means to do your own lazy-ass homework.
1: And now you still support the guy? I, I, I don't get it. And I won't. I'm
0: done. I, I've done my homework. There's lists of, of shit that is... I mean, there's a revolving door on the White House... Because of all of his people. Remember he was going to drain the swamp. Do we remember that? The only swamp he drained was his own house. That's the only thing where people kept leaving. What's that tell you? I knew a guy, a consultant in the hospitality industry, who worked directly for Donald Trump. Donald Trump is one of the two guys to ever call this man by his nickname. For example... If he goes by Stephen or Robert, Donald would have called him Steve or Bob. Uh, He doesn't use the short nickname. He was one of two guys that ever did that, the other one being a supervisor of his in the military. This person and another colleague of his cried on election night back in 2016 because they objectively knew what our country was in for. And I've seen it. You know, during my last years in the Secret Service, I was not safe. My job was not safe because of his removing homosexuals as a protected class. He was pretty much the not the cause, the direct cause, like he didn't say hey go look in the Yurger but during my time in the Secret Service, I was investigated three times by, we'll call it, our eternal affairs, or equivalent to internal affairs. Um, and I was able to prove that all three of them were not because I did anything wrong, but because of my sexuality. One was during the 2016 uh, um, election period. Uh, I was, they tried to get me for uh, violation of the Hatch Act which is where uh, we as federal certain federal employees cannot try to influence elections, go figure. And then, you know, what's he accusing? Uh, and, and what did he actually try to do? Uh, and then another one in 2021, um, that kind of started with, you know, during, you know, his reign, Ah, uh, but ended at the beginning of the Biden administration. But it was the same. It was the same. It was his people. Call it what it is. It was his people who, ah, uh, just were pissed that their good old boy network was taken down. And I was not the only gay agent in the Secret Service. and that's the story we'll tell someday. He is the video that floated around all of the secret service. the guy that hooked up with the secret service agent during the inauguration. And everybody thought it was me. But the guy takes his camera on, the, on his phone and you know, holds it up and does a selfie while, you know twisting for those of you just listening, I, I'm turning my body. So as to do like a panoramic of a hotel room that I might be in, like this kid was. In the background was hanging all kinds of blatantly obvious secret service shit. And this guy just you know, broadcasted to the world on TikTok. Now, he just hooked up with a secret service agent. And so a friend of mine, another gauge agent calls me and says, "Was it you?" First thing he says, was it you? I had no idea what he was talking about. I didn't know about the video yet. I didn't care. And so when I finally get out of him, you know, what he's talking about,
1: I just start laughing because I knew the kid. And he sent me the video,
0: and I looked at it, and I just start laughing again. It wasn't my hotel room, and I could easily prove that. Because I just started taking pictures
1: of my hotel room. Kicker, and funny thing about it, like I told you, I knew the kid.
0: And I hooked up with him. (laughs) And he told me, the kid told my friend, I I, I know the kid. Like, I can call him right now, know him. And he said, I'm I'm sorry, I, I got bored We were working, it was during the inauguration of Biden, and we were working 12 hours easily. And being on day shift, I was actually working longer than that. You know, always take care of the midnighters whenever possible. And so we, you know, had worked a longer day so they could work a shorter one. So he worked, he hooked up with some midnighter who couldn't sleep. Well, he told me a little bit about him.
1: I started getting some thoughts in my own head and i reached out to somebody and he i could i could hear it in the person's voice he was scared so i knew it was him so i'm just you know taking a note i to this day haven't said who it was and i won't because god forbid his wife find out um that would be bad
0: And, you know, the people under his charge, because he was a GS-15 supervisor, that would suck. But it's the drag queens. Bob Adams, as I was checking in, with my overseas experience, I fear for those people that might be mentioned in secret documents that pass through Spanky's hands. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to roll the dice here and say he's talking about Trumper. Those names would have value to a potential adversary. Oh, my God, yes. Um, and on that, uh, you know, talk about, you know, today's title, you know, Stonewall and the Fourth Reich. He was told by more than, I think the number, I'll have to check this. Uh, hopefully I'll remember to circle back and when and, and I watch this again later and edit it 10 times and so on, we will, uh, yeah, I'll, con- I'll confirm it. But I think I just heard it was sixteen. The number of government officials who told him
1: everything that he wanted to do with those documents was illegal. Was not was not appropriate. Yet Donald School and everybody else. So off he goes. So Stonewall. We're canceling things now in Florida.
0: We've already canceled one in, in um, We've already canceled one in Tampa. Uh, I guess Tampa does two pride events. I'm I'm still learning what's going on here. Um, I know Saint Pete is literally one of the largest in the country. I was at. There's a famous story about you know my son Zach and me at last year's Saint Pete Pride Parade,
1: where neither he nor I had all that much to eat. So he gets us some cookies, and now I've
0: learned what edibles are like. <laughs> yeah, we stayed there for a while until I could drive again. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, unique experience, one, one I'm not looking forward to having again, at least not in that type of atmosphere. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was a huge crowd. Um, and I've been to DC's, I've been to San Francisco's, I've been to LA, which is well, also West Hollywood's. Um West Hollywood is actually not a part of the city of Los Angeles. It's a separate city. One of the 88 other cities in addition to Los Angeles that makes up Los Angeles County. Um, but West Hollywood, the gay Mecca of LA. Uh, I've been to that one as well. And uh, St. Pete's is big. Mm-hmm. But now we've got officials that feel that are, and I really, I can't help but think this was a knee jerk reaction that, um, they just, you know, up and canceled. You know, were they really talking about this for that long? They haven't said that. Um, it was just, you know, the decision that they they don't feel it's safe. And, you know, on the one hand, that if that's really how you feel, then you know, kudos for you for taking a, a, a sad step like that. But you also have to understand that's what this guy wants. You know, the guy that you saw on put back up the Make America Florida. That is literally his campaign slogan. And, you know, look
1: at that photo. Obviously, it's doctored. That's one of the better ones. Um, Oh, you know what? I can't get my face on here because that's an overlay. Anyway, let's take
0: that back. Okay, so that's obviously was doctored. That's one of the better ones. And, uh... But that's the direction we're going. So
1: let me further educate you, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Um, This is the Reich. Uh, A German word uh,
0: translates to empire or realm in English. Historically, it has been used to refer to several German political entities throughout history. The most well-known and significant of these is the Third Reich, which refers to Nazi Germany under the leadership of Adolf Hitler from 1933 to 1945. The term Third Reich was coined by the Nazis themselves. This is how we're going to roll. Third Reich. And represented their vision of establishing a totalitarian state. You know, Florida, he's keeping Florida free. But the term Third Reich was coined by the Nazis themselves and represented their vision of establishing a totalitarian state that would last a thousand years, following the Holy Roman Empire, First Reich, which did last a thousand years, and the German Empire, which was the Second Reich, which lasted not even 50 years. Nazi regime, known for its extreme nationalism, racial ideology, and aggressive expansionist policies. Any of this sounding familiar? He just
1: said it. Make America Florida. Done. Show's over.
0: Had a profound impact on the world history and led to the atrocities committed during World War II and the Holocaust. Don't even try denying it. My grandfather was one of the liberators, and we're trying to figure out exactly what camp. But go to um, the Jurger Group YouTube page, there's a video there about me. I was still in LA at the time when I cut the video. Um, I'm watching a show called Hunting Hitler. And they um, are in Argentina following this one particular Nazi. And they found this guy's, this guy's son. They're, tall, they're sitting at the guy's kitchen table. And they, the son is, speaks only German in Argentina. And he's bringing all this memorabilia out from his dad who looks exactly like the guy. And um there they are, you know, these two medals that the guy's dad was awarded personally by Hitler. They're two iron crosses. And the I'm getting a chill now just thinking about this. The ribbon that goes around your neck to hang, you know, the cross from is this red, white, and black ribbon that's about inch, inch and a half wide. My dad has one of those ribbons. His dad, however, we already know pop up Jürger, landed at Normandy. Well, what do we know about Normandy today? Normandy wasn't even a quote-unquote real invasion. It was a diversion for another invasion further kind of sort of around the corner, uh, a little bit north and northeast on the French border. So when it was over, there were survivors. It was like 80% casualties at Normandy. And there were survivors. And my grandfather was one of them. And now they're like, all oh, right, what do we do? And the, the European command was like, okay, oh, what do we do? We, we didn't even really care if these guys survived. So they gave my grandfather and his men and all the other you know, 20% that, that lived and were mobile Directions, like physical directions, drive here, drive there, you know, connect the dots.
1: And you'll know when, what to do when you get there. That's it. And that's how my grandfather became a liberator. And we're still trying to figure out
0: exactly, you know, what camp, I've got some other notes on that. Well, I might redo that video. But that's how pop Jurger became a liberator. And somewhere along there is where he got that ribbon. And I think it answers another question that he would never answer to my dad: is that did he ever kill anybody?
1: And uh, you don't get that ribbon at a gun show, you don't get that
0: ribbon at an Army-Navy store. You just won't find that.
1: And this guy in Argentina had two. We need more people like my grandfather right here in Florida. So it's important to note that the term Reich itself predates the Third Reich
0: and has been used in various contexts throughout German history. So when we say Reich alone, we're not necessarily talking about the Nazis. Although today's contemporary usage, we're talking about the Nazis. But for instance, the First Reich, as we said earlier, referred to the Holy Roman Empire. This particular portion lasted from 800 to 1806, roughly 1,000 years. Like I said before. while The Second Reich referred to the German Empire, established in 1871, and lasted until the end of World War I not even 50 years. And then the Third Reich, yeah, 33 to 45, 12 years. Thank God. Getting less and less each time. Hey, that was part two. Hang in. Part three is coming up next. See you there.